telling where you'll end up. Can you make it through? To the night's end. The stories here are such great material for my realm. The power they bring. Well, I'll just say that they are second to none. This door is very different to the rest. The stained glass windows look like a church. Let's check it out. It's a church very old one. Perhaps it is the one that Allegra spoke about when we saw her. Who enters the house of the Lord? Uh, hello, sir. My name is Jimmy, and this is... State your business. We are on a quest for... She didn't send you, did she? Who are you talking about? The High Priestess, of course. Do you know nothing? She and her kind, always an unending thirst for power. It is never enough. Who are you, sir? I am Alexander, the mayor and priest of Ravendown. Or was. Who knows where we are now in this cursed place. Where do you think we are? But nothing unclean shall enter it, nor anyone who practices abomination or falsehood, but only those who are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Alexander, why are you here? I made a deal with the devil. I was always taught to resist the devil. One thing I didn't expect is that the devil would wear skirts. I was sick. I had a cough that produced blood and I was finding it hard to breathe. I could feel my body slipping. I had a dream. A visitor came to me in whispers speaking of everything I wanted, promising me my health back. For a price. Who was it? I now know the High Priestess can change forms, though I suspect this visitor was an agent of hers. Surely a man of the Lord would not fall for such evil. I would do anything to live, to continue the good work that Nathaniel and I were doing, ridding our society of witches. I would trade it all. What was the price? For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body. For this Don't is think the we'll reason get much more from Alexander, friend. Even to those who are now dead, so that they might be judged according to human standards. There is a seal over here. Come, let us witness. The Rats have unionized. Written by Charlie Malia. Narrated by Hannah Payne.
I first saw the tweet on June 6, 2022. It was sandwiched between an ad for the newest summer blockbuster and a dismissal anti-WHF news article, but it made me laugh. The rats have unionized. I clicked, as many did, hoping to find out more. The account the tweet came from was dodgy at best. It was created June 2nd, 2022, and toted the username RATUNION. It had no followers and was not following anyone. The profile photo wasn't special either, just a blurry picture of a sidewalk in the rain. The rats have unionized was a pin tweet, and it was currently gaining numbers. The comment section seemed just as intrigued as I was. Welcome, rat comrades. I would like to be their union rep. I have a suitcase full of cheese cubes. Why the hell is this so funny? As I scrolled through countless rat memes, I started to notice some people already doing detective work. One Twitter user by the name of Thunderman said it best. I think this guy is seriously fucked. Take a look at his feed. He was right. Rat Union was seriously fucked. Most of his tweets consisted of photos of rats. Not pet rats or lab rats. Subway rats. Big nasty rats that made your skin crawl to look at them. Some were alone, but most were photographed in writhing piles. It didn't escape Twitter onlookers that all of these pictures seemed very up close and personal. Is he taking these photos on his cell? I shuddered at the thought. I had never been the type of person to kill a bug or trap a mouse, so the idea of crawling down into a rat's nest turned my stomach. Even as a native New Yorker, the sight of a rat made my skin crawl. But the observation seemed correct. Rat Union was indeed taking these on his cell phone, and he was doing it a lot. How do we contact Twitter to report this? This guy is going to get hurt. Yeah, dude, that's the Chambers Street Station by the J. This guy is in the tunnels. The confirmation that Rat Union was stalking the MTA tunnels of New York City stoked a fire in the belly of Twitter. In a mere six hours, Rat Union and the rats reunionizing shot to the top of the trending tags. Subsequent Rat Union memes trickled in from TikTok and Tumblr, as well as the front page of Reddit. All in all, just another day on the internet. I slept that night confident that Rat Union was just another internet phenomena, a flash in the pan and gone before you know it. June 21st, 2022. I can't hold them any longer. I'm sorry. It was Rat Union's first tweet in weeks, but despite the viral stronghold his previous tweet had on the internet, this one went relatively unnoticed. Only a few hundred likes and a dozen or so comments. It felt wholly underwhelming. A man scurrying around the NYC subways, taking paparazzi-style photos of rats' nests, and no one wanted to follow up. Glancing through the comments, however, I saw that a small pocket of Redditors had looked into Rat Union's account, and had begun to draw their own theories. I'm pretty sure this is an alternate reality game. I found Rat Union on Reddit, and also YouTube. 
I wouldn't even call them breadcrumbs. His stuff isn't like other ARGs, though. There aren't a lot of mysteries. Or a plot. It's kind of bad. That's because it isn't. This man is just really, really weird. You sure? Take it to r slash rat union. I started posting my findings there. I clicked one of the links listed in the comments thread, finding myself in the newly created r slash rat union subreddit. As promised, Rat Union's other internet activity had been posted, attracting an intensely curious band of internet sleuths. One post led to a YouTube video entitled, I found a huge rat's nest in an MTA tunnel, 6-4-22. It was 12 minutes long and mostly consisted of footage of the filthy concrete that lay below the tracks of NYC's subway system. Rat Union stumbled in the dark, huffing and puffing as the flashlight on his phone darted around the tunnel. It was disorienting and nauseating, but I found myself unable to tear my eyes away from the video as Rat Union grumbled into the mic. I will not disclose my location because I've already had urban exploration sites closed off due to carelessness. But you should know, I am in the tunnels. Uh, somewhere in Manhattan. Saw some nasty critters up at street level and followed them down here. I'd bet good money there's a huge nest here somewhere. The shaky footage continued, catching only the mud-crusted tips of Rat Union's scuffed work boots as he trekked through the tunnel. I held my breath as he turned a corner, glimpsing the bright headlights of an oncoming train. Rat Union groaned, and in what seemed like hurried shuffling, he wedged himself on the side wall of the tunnel. From his tiny hiding spot, Rat Union steadied his camera, pointing it directly across the tracks toward the opposite wall. I stared, fixated on the spot as the rumbling of the train approached. As it raced forward, light growing in the tunnel, I began to realize the opposite wall had a large chunk of it missing. The concrete looked eroded, the edges rough and unfocused, as if butchered by the world's dullest knife. The light intensified, sharpening the details in Rat Union's view. Something was writhing inside the hole. The train rumbled closer, shaking the tunnel and unfocusing Rat Union's video once again. The light was becoming too bright to look at, but through squinted eyes, I could see what Rat Union saw. The hole wasn't man-made. It looked gnawed, and the culprit was the dozens, if not hundreds, of rats pouring out of the wall. Their beady eyes caught the light of the train, teeth bared as they saw Rat Union for the first time just beyond the tracks. Rat Union screamed, his terror cut off by the roar of the train as it cut through the frame. What followed was a grueling 30 seconds of screeching metal as both Rat Union and Viewer were aware that the only thing separating him from a pit of rats was the speeding train. Unaware commuters zipped by, their faces blurred and distorted as they were whisked out of frame. The light dimmed, car after car, until only the red glow of the taillights illuminated the tunnel. Across the track stood the unholy pit, now empty. Rat Union lowered his camera and I only saw the piss on his boots as he fumbled to stop the recording. I clicked back to r slash rat union, thoroughly disturbed by what I had seen, but not scared enough to look away. 
I succumbed to my voyeuristic urge almost instantly. I needed to know more. The next most upvoted post that crossed my screen was titled, I think I found Rat Union's Reddit account. Clicking through, I found a series of screen caps from r slash advice. It read as followed. Can I exterminate rats not on my property? Is this legal? Hello, Reddit. I am an urban explorer who has some genuine questions about pest control. Currently, I have noticed an alarming uptick in the rat population in abandoned MTA tunnels around NYC. I see posters plastered around, stating there's poison around, but the rats are thriving. It's more than I've ever seen before, and they're different. Not scared of people at all, really hungry. Narrowly got out with one taking a chunk out of my finger last week. I plan on going back this Tuesday to take out as many rats as I can. Is this legal? They're multiplying. They're going to hurt people. TLDR, is it legal for me to exterminate potentially harmful rats I found inside MTA tunnels? I stared at the screen, perplexed. It certainly lined up with Rat Union's previous posts, though I had no idea why he would ask Reddit about it. The top comments were thankfully screen-capped, each detailing how those tunnels were most certainly not abandoned, and that Rat Union placed himself in huge danger by wandering around the subway without any high-visibility gear. Some people listed the stats of MTA employees struck by trains every year, pleading with him not to follow through with his plan. Rat Union never edited or responded to his post. Yet those on r slash Rat Union had begun to fit the pieces together. Tuesday. Is it today Tuesday? Cold dread trickled through my veins. It was today. It seemed that Rat Union had followed through with his plan and failed. June 23rd, 2022. Sheltered under the slatted roof of an outdoor dining shack, I felt cautiously optimistic. I hadn't seen my friend Jocelyn since before the pandemic, and we were overdue for a lunch date in Soho. So what have you been up to, Nat? Jocelyn asked, her chip manicured fingers tapping on the side of her gin and tonic. I sighed, leaning my head back to feel the warm sun on my face. Rat Union hadn't posted in days. My curiosity had turned to apathy. I uh, mostly scroll through Reddit since my job is slow. <laughs> Anything interesting? Nothing I'm trying to remember right now. The conversation paused as the waiter approached with our meal balanced in each hand. I sat up, eager to tuck in when Jocelyn's napkin slipped from her fingers. She ducked below the table briefly before sitting up again. Her posture was rigid, complexion pale with fright. There's a rat under our table. What? I pushed my chair out, glancing beneath the tablecloth, and confirmed Jocelyn's fears. There was a fat fucking rat sitting on top of her napkin. I felt my blood run cold. Let's ask if we can sit inside. I suggested, trying to push the memory of Rat Union's video out of my mind. Jocelyn nodded, 
She picked up her tote, only to find that it wriggled as she swung it over her shoulder. She shrieked, letting the tote drop to the table as two more rats scurried out of it. They descended on our lunch, wasting no time tearing my panini to shreds. I felt bile burning in my throat. I was going to be sick. Other tables had begun to take notice, now scooching and calling for waiters as more and more rats dotted the sidewalk. It was only when the lady next to us screamed in terror did I look up and find the source of this plague. A man in a long coat was stumbling down the sidewalk. His skin was molted red and purple, the tip of his nose and ears roughly shaped from thousands of teeth marks. A vacant-eyed, putrid-smelling man who dropped rats with every uneasy step he took. They fell from a wriggling lump in his coat and scurried toward the diners with fury. I stared at the man's tattered work boots, the way one might identify a loved one in the morgue. It was rat union, in the flesh. Though flesh was something he was lacking. Big chunks of his face had been gnawed off, his fingers blistered and bleeding as he opened up his coat and showed all of us what he was so desperately trying to stop. The rats weren't unionized so much as unified. A hideous rat king had formed in the semi-hollow center of Rat Union's stomach, a never-ending knot of rat tails and viscera that swirled like a dark, cancerous mass. My lunch, what literal I ate, was now all over my shoes. In the panic, I saw the flash of phones as bystanders recorded this moment for eternity to finish Rat Union's final saga for him. My own hand was limp around my cell phone, subconsciously unlocking it, but as Rat Union stumbled, finally collapsing to the pavement as rats poured from every nook and cranny of his blood-soaked coat. I did the only human thing I could. I dropped my phone and ran like hell. You've been listening to the Night's End podcast, which is a production of Dissonance Media. The Rats Have Unionized was written by Charlie Malia. To connect with Charlie, you can follow them on Twitter at DeuceXMalia or support them on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com forward slash DeuceXMalia. This episode was narrated by Hannah Payne, a legal assistant native to Ohio. Hannah is an avid horror and true crime buff. With a love of storytelling and an open mind, she's dipping her toes into narration. In her spare time, she is an animal lover, crafter, and advocate for mental health awareness and acceptance. To connect with Hannah, you can send her an email at hannahpain.223@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Jimmy Horrors was performed by James Barnett. Alexander was performed by Phoenix Fire. For more narrations by Phoenix Fire, head over to youtube.com forward slash Phoenix Fire Narrations. This episode was edited and produced by James Barnett. This is just another reminder that we are open for specific submissions. We are now accepting Halloween themed stories for our Halloween special. 
We are also accepting ghost and paranormal stories for a secret project. Head over to nightsendpodcast.com for all details and to submit via our form. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate or review it on whatever podcatcher you are listening to it. We'd very much appreciate it. And as always, stay horrific, everyone. <laughs>